Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. week's issue batman sings christmas carols and frosty is weak welcome into bros foes and heroes i'm zach joined as always by the marvelous mighty man wonder mr Why, mike hello would you <laughs> take a quarter for that uh, <laughs> we we were talking about uh-huh. a radio guy that we know yeah uh who always had a very distinctive voice and i saw him at a i probably told this on here before but mm-hmm. i saw him at a garage sale one time and i didn't well i didn't see him i was you looking for stuff him. in the garage sale and from behind me i heard would you take a quarter for this <laughs> and i just always remember that like it, it brought him down uh, to human level I for know. me well, that's yeah. you were like yeah <sighs> It's good to see that your heroes are yeah. kind of just the same yeah. as you. Never meet your heroes. Well, I mean, in that case, Always I don't think anything bad. Always be disappointed? I'm thinking so, Have man. you ever met? Because they're all people. You That's know? true. Yeah. That's true. They're all the same, just like you and me. You put them on these pedestals, and they're always going to fall. They're yeah. always like, would you take a quarter for this? doesn't seem like that far of a pedestal. I like so. feet stuff. You know, things like yeah, that. that doesn't bother me. There's <laughs> really? a lot. Yeah. yeah. There's things? a lot worse things. I'm not saying like I'm in. I feel like. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, this I is think a you slippery opened the door slope. there. Yeah. yeah. It's a slippery slope. And this is slope, not right. what our podcast is about. Put your feet in that slippery but, stuff. And but if you're into this, uh, maybe <laughs> no then shame. Mike and I can start a Patreon and we can talk about stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. I'd talk about feet stuff all day long. Yeah. Sure. We just have to hide it behind a Patreon. Well, that's, that's a all. lovely corn. You know, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, so, the, that's the phrase that pays this week. That's yes, a lovely, lovely corn. corn. Yeah. Lovely. First uh, one to call in wins. Tickets to the fair. So, Mike, are you feeling festive at all? <laughs> yeah, man. It's I'm holiday over season. tickets to the fair ah, you're because good. it's past fair season. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, it's holiday season, man. Do you, are, you, are you a festive person? Uh, I get festive-ish. I, I would like festivish for the rest of it. It sounds like it sounded kind of like I was into something. Uh, uh, I don't know why. Why is this a highly festive ep- or fetish episode? Uh, we had our holiday party last night. Yeah. You were unable to atten- attend. I apologize. And that's no, no big deal. Uh, but uh, you, you have been sick in the last week or so. And then your uh-huh. wife got sick. Yes. I just wanted to show you. You asked me if I was a fest- festive person. Oh, Mike's going to uh, pull up a picture. The pictures are very blurry. And I don't know why my pictures are so blurry. But look at that. Look at that jacket I had on. Oh, wow. Yeah. You were very festive. I was a very festive. A picture with Santa? That's I extremely I had a picture festive. with Santa. Yeah. Uh, me and Corey had a picture with Santa. This gives you a better idea of what the jacket actually looked like. Look at that. Oh, 
Oh, wow. Way that is fancy. Outside of my comfort zone, um, right? I will ask, though, did, is that the tag still left well, on this it? This is when I bought it. Oh, I, I sent it, okay. I sent it to my wife to approve. Yeah, yeah. No, I just leave the tags on everything. I take it back the late, later that night. Yeah. I, get it. I get when people like try to use it. Sure. Try to hide it. Mike Does just that help if care. I show it to you that way? Okay. It looks like, yeah, okay, there you go. So, I thought you zoomed in on like another picture from last <laughs> night with somebody. I just left the damn tags on. Yeah. Yeah. I try oh, to impress man. people at all times. You know, I want, like, I want them to see this. Like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I want them to see this. It says Costco on it right there. And it has like the multiple yellow stickers on top of yellow stickers <laughs> well, to show how on clearance still got the white was. thing on it. So, you know, the, the scanner goes off. So you'd be like, oh, yeah, I got this on sale. <laughs> oh, like, this? <laughs> yeah. No, oh, it was uh, it was fun. We uh, we took over an art gallery and we had uh, food and fun and merriment and uh, we had a, uh, a white elephant, but I call it a gold elephant exchange. Yes. And we had some gifts and stuff. I was given a very nice succulent. Ooh, uh, I heard it's of, hard to kill those things. right in front of everybody. <laughs> uh, and so I was uh, heard it's very hard to kill. Those that's things. what I told my wife. I was say this is perfect for me. This is the perfect thing because it's very hard to kill it. She goes, oh no, it's much easier to kill than you would think. And I was like, oh great, thanks for bringing yeah, me see, down. I have heard of people being able to. It just hasn't happened to me. But that doesn't mean that my wife's not going behind and like secretly watering. Oh it. sure, I just don't know yeah. that kind of thing. And I, I ask her like, how often do I have to water? She goes, oh, just a few drops a week. It's like, well, then how hard can it be to kill? You just, I mean, like, have to remember to, like, accidentally, like, spit on it every That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not, like, blowing smoke in it every day or yeah. anything, you know? Put it under a blow dryer I'm not going to pee like on it, so. Uh, did anybody sing any at all? Um, No, but we had a DJ. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about, like, singing Christmas carols and stuff Yeah, I don't like want that. that. Well. I don't like Christmas music, number one. That's fine. But would it shock you if I told you um, I have a, a, a main uh, attraction, if you will, for our show today, but I also have another little secret. Mm. Uh, not a little, not another little secret, but another little story to okay. add into yep. it. Uh, I teased a little Besides bit. Besides your of, foot fetish. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Again, okay. our Patreon. <laughs> so, um, but I teased at the end of last week's episode that I have two kind of Christmas. Oh, that's right, yeah ideas coming up yeah. of course uh we have uh naughty and nice naughty and nice and this is our nice episode next okay. week we have lobos oh christmas naughty episode. exactly boom, 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 uh, boom, and i have boom. another batman themed christmas story to go along with that okay. but the one today this is more nice we're going to focus on some old dell uh four color comics of frosty the snowman dell Yes. Like Dell. the people who make the computers? Uh, the computer company. Oh, okay. Different Dell Publishing. Okay. But before we get into that, let's look at a uh, Batman comic from February, of all places, mm. of 1970. So it's a little late for... Wait, it's a Christmas one from February? It's a Christmas story. How weird. It's in February. Huh. But... Okay. Uh, it's one of those where it's like a longer story at first, shorter story at the end. Yeah. But so Batman number and this 219. Is the, this is the blue and gray Batman. This is the blue and gray yeah. Batman. Okay. All right. So cool. essentially what we have here is a story called The Silent Night of Batman. Oh, all right. So uh, Batman is kind of using his grappling hook to kind of, you know, just maneuver across Gotham as panels. It's kind of talking about how it's Christmas Eve in Gotham. The sidewalks are busy. You know, it's such just a great time of year with it being Christmas. 
but the bat signal all of a sudden shows up and it kind of cuts through the feeling there of this, you know, the Christmas yeah, spirit sure. kind of yeah. feeling. It should. And uh, it says, where's the line? Oh, uh, bat, the uh, bat signal shimmers against a snow-filled cloud. The atmosphere takes on a celestial composition. Wow. For 2,000 years, mystics have experienced the many mysteries surrounding Christmas. Okay. Tonight, hold on, tonight, <laughs> there will be one more. What and that's where F? it says the silent night of the <laughs> Batman. So we're we're comparing the bat signal to the the star that led the three wise men to to Jeebus. Yes. Okay. And All away right. we are. Cool. Great. So here's the thing. You can kind of see sure, what I was talking yeah. about. Look at those folks. Yeah. So Batman very festive. swoops in. Yeah. And he's kind of like, hey, Commissioner, what's the emergency here? And Commissioner Gordon goes. Oh, no emergency at all, man. Uh, I just kind of called you in because it's Christmas Eve and thought that, you know, it's the season to be jolly. Maybe you should take a night off patrol. That's essentially what Commissioner Gordon I called Gordon's. you in to say take, take off. Take a night off, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. And Batman's like. It's not the way jobs work. Batman but right. says and responds, like the saying goes, you know it and I know it. Now tell them. Crime and disaster aren't inclined to observe holidays. Well, Batman, Batman's got a point. He's got a point, but he's obviously having no fun. He's he's a workaholic. Of course. That Batman fits is. Batman, though. Yeah, he's a bataholic. Gordon tells him, hey, you know what? Tonight's going to be different. And Batman's like, you know what? He kind of sounds inspired. At the, whatever, you know, I'll just stay here a little bit. The cops try to talk him into singing Christmas carols with them, Mike. <laughs> okay. And Batman says... In February. Says, why not? I can enjoy myself until something happens. And they all start singing Jingle Bells. <laughs> okay. Seeing as you can see them there singing Jingle Bells. Look at them go. So yeah. they're dashing through the snow. This is, uh, this is like serious comic book art here too, man. It is. But what we get intercut with while they're singing, yeah. we see art. There is no speech bubbles in this, but it tells a story through just panels of art. So a little kid who we presume to be an orphan steals a lady's- <laughs> Why do we presume they're an orphan? I'll show you in a second. Okay, all right. Uh, she steals a lady's already wrapped Christmas present as she's leaving a uh, a uh, store department store. That's damn orphans. He runs away to the group of kids and they unwrap the toy. Oh, and it's a Batman figure. Oh, so they see it and they think about it for a second, and they wrap the present back up. <laughs> And they In go, the wrapping paper they just destroyed? And they go and take it back to the lady they stole it from. Sorry, lady. Here's your Batman. Then Batman, along with the cops, start singing, We Three Kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar. And we see a man. And Batman's in his costume the whole time. He's, He's in his costume the whole Christmas time. Christmas carols in February. And we see a man dressed uh, like a traditional gangster kind of bad guy in Batman does or somebody up to no good. I'll get you, you see. Kind of got a fedora and he's walking the streets and he's holding a gun in his hand. And he bumps into a shadowy <laughs> it is, figure. It is open carry in Gotham. Yeah, and he bumps into a shadowy figure and he looks up and it's <laughs> Batman's shadow. Boy, Batman is singing hard in this picture. <laughs> he is. We, we three kings, oh. right? <laughs> so, he, the 
thug lifts his gun up and points it at Batman. I'm sorry, but just imagine being a criminal and you see Batman over there with the with the barbershop quartet, you know, singing. Well, Christmas you don't carols. see him at this. Like you, we see that, but we see obviously that Batman can be in two places at once because he oh, just bumped into him. I see. You see that? Okay. I thought we were time shifting here. Yeah. So, or we we were. We could be time shifting. You're right. And he shows up out there, but we see that he's bumped into Batman. Well, he pulls his gun up to point at him. And nope, Sykes, it's a Batman statue that's wearing sunglasses and a Santa beard that says support Wayne oh. Foundation Christmas Drive for the Blind. The villain looks at his gun and throws it away in a trash can that says, <laughs> keep Gotham City clean. Oh, thank God. Then Batman and the rest of the cops start singing, you better watch out. You better not cry. <laughs> so we have Santa Claus is coming to town being sang by the group. So this 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 dude with a, a gun bumps into a Batman oh. statue, yeah. like a cigar store Indian type statue. That's, here's what I don't understand is like, oh, wait, it's got a beard too. Yeah, I told you that's the same. Glasses, yeah. Uh, And he just looks at his gun and throws it away. Okay. All right, great. Fantastic. I'm tracking so far. Okay. So, uh, real quick, just for me. Uh, Then, so while they're singing, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town, right? You better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, We see this woman who we can assume is named Patty because she's crying over a note. No, it's it's an an older woman. I I don't mean like like a, a... a woman like, like an a old hag thir- no <laughs> i don't just a middle-aged woman I okay don't know. i got you sure yeah. uh my 20s i don't know she's just a woman uh, she's just a sad lady i hadn't aged her really until now sure. and, but she's crying so, over a note so old. and there's a picture in front of her of a soldier that says to my wife patty uh-oh forever your loving husband ted Sorry, I died. And then it shows her with note in hand turning and looking back at her Christmas tree as she's closing the door to leave to go somewhere. Oh, yeah. She's so sad. And she's buying a flower from a flower salesman, street vendor. <laughs> Best place to buy At a flower. bridge. And she walks to the bridge and she reads her note and she... Does she jump off the bridge? She folds it and she has a rose and she throws the oh, rose throws over the bridge oh, okay. and she gets ready... And all of a sudden, a bus stops, and it's Ted. And Ted runs over and hugs her. The soldier? And then Batman and the cops start singing. You always know when Zach doesn't answer me that something's coming up in these panels. (laughs) Uh, But yes, it was the soldier. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I see it. Her husband. But Mm -hmm. then it's Batman and the cops begin singing Silent Night. She just wasted a good flower. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. And Batman goes, good heavens, it's six o'clock. We've been here all night. That's right. Batman spent all night singing Christmas carols with the cops while nothing happened in Gotham. <laughs> okay. So it shows you that he does not need to go out every single night. But sure, yeah. he goes, we haven't been disturbed by one report of robbery, murder, drug peddling. Like he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, what do I do? And he's like, anything. It's like the spirit of Christmas peace took hold of everyone. Okay. You know, you've heard of the spirit I've of Christmas I've, peace. I've experienced it every day. And then it looks like a ghost of Commissioner Gordon says, but was it the Christmas spirit, Batman? Might it not be you or I? What? And Batman confused goes, what is Batman doing acid? Is that what this is? Look down there. And he wipes his eyes and he goes, my eyes are playing tricks. And he wipes it and look and commissioner Gordon's back to being normal. 
And Commissioner Gordon says, yeah, we've been here all night. Not a single call came in for you. Looks like your investment, you know, in the city has really paid off and you were able to take a night off because of it, you know. Okay. And Batman goes, investment? Spirit of Batman? Christmas spirit? Mm. For some reason, he started talking like Steven Seagal. (laughs) Uh, And then it says, as the spirit of the peaceful night becomes one with the city, dawn creeps and covers the skyline. Who's dawn? In a new, I don't know. It doesn't talk anymore about her. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And a new day begins. And then it says, for 2,000 years, mystics have experienced the the many mysteries surrounding Christmas. Today, there is one more. The silent night of Batman. In this holiday season of goodwill, peace from Mike Frederick Ryder, Neil Adams, and Dick Giordano artist, and Julie Schwartz editor. What the hell? That's it? That's the story. What happened with Commissioner Gordon Ghost? No, that's it. He wiped his eyes, and he was like, oh, I was seeing things. That's it. He just he was so tired from seeing Christmas carols all night. I'm gonna um I'm gonna say something here. I uh I did not like that. Uh did not like it very much. Uh, I don't like Batman singing. Why not? because it sucks. Uh, uh he he's been such a good crime fighter in Gotham that he was able just to stay all night uh, stay up all night on Christmas Eve and sing Christmas carols with the Gotham police. Here's the thing too. Nothing happened in Gotham that the cops stayed in. Yeah. Like if we, that can happen, Gotham really isn't that bad of a place. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and the other thing is um I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the news on Christmas. There's a lot of shit that goes down on Christmas. There is. <laughs> People still get killed, drugs yeah. still get taken. Things I mean, happen. Like Batman said, they don't observe holidays. Yeah. Gotham, they do. So they can story Christmas 2000 years it, it did. Yep. Well, that's great. So there you go. There Good was deal. another one that I didn't get into um that I just didn't have time to read into. That's another sure. Christmas yeah. centric, but Batman has to fight a demon bear in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But we'll it literally says for, bear demon. Sorry, bear, bear demon. demon. I, I summoned you from way. the neither world. Okay. I think it's netherworld. I'd, I'd say neither. I'm so sorry. Well, don't appropriate my speech. My bad. Uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> save that one for a different time. But Demon bear. Um, what we have coming up next. Have you seen that cocaine bear? Yeah. You know that movie? Yeah. I mean, it's based on a true story. And the only thing that's probably true about it is the fact that a bear. There is a story about a bear taking cocaine in real life. Like, I'm sure, like, you know. Yeah, they dropped a bail. Yep. He found it. He snipped he got it, off. it But then he died. It. Yeah, exactly. He didn't kill a bunch so of people. So everything that happened, yeah. like, that's the only thing that's based on a true story. Everything yeah. else that happened after it, nothing. Partially based on a true story. Then that's the thing you have to watch about all those. All those based on a true yeah. stories are probably, like, nuggets are true. Yeah. 95% still. Just for story. Stupid cocaine bear. Oh, no. This is a... This is a uh, perfect spot for us to go ahead and take a break and hear from our sponsor. That is, uh, is it Cocaine Bear? I hope it's not. New from Universal, Ah, Cocaine Bear. Damn it, we should have thought about that. All right, well then, let's hear from Cocaine Bear. Other great people. It was just a bunch of sniffing for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Was a, that was all it was. Oh, man. It doesn't seem like a good movie. It does. <laughs> I don't know. 
All right. I so, mean, it's just. Yeah, I know. We got through Batman uh, singing Christmas carols. So now we get to, and I'm, I'm going to explain these just a little bit. Hey, can I ask you something? Yeah, go ahead. Why does it cover uh, Batman talking about politics? Because that's the main story in it. Like the okay. other Christmas, the Christmas oh, one was I the see. secondary okay. story. That's okay. why it was shorter, right. too. Death cast the descending vote. Yeah. I don't know what was going in the actual Batman. He's falling episode, out of an airplane, but he got pushed out of an airplane. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Okay, this is kind of like the uh, based on a true story stuff. The covers never really match the story. Not They're always. always like a super big exaggeration. Sometimes, yeah. But then at the same time, I think you would be mad if like that exact panel was reused again. I'd be mad the- if if Batman was singing Christmas carols on the front of the damn comic book. That's what I'd get mad at. Well, that's why it's a secondary story. They didn't okay. sell it on that. Yeah. I'm saying if he gets pushed out of the panel, but if they reuse that, man. I don't, I don't think know. anybody approved that story. Somebody had to. It was in there. It was yeah, approved sure. by the comics code. Oh, so the, the comics, comics code. code sure. I w- I, that would have been a cool job to have, huh? Working on the comics code? Where you have to read through all the comics and go, yep, nope, yep, I mean, nope. you know, they have, like, I've seen it. I'll have to bring some of these up here before, but there's either books or, like, collections of Band. comics. Where they show like what was edited, really? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. I have see to that. find That'd some of those, cool. like some of the old like EC ones, like before and after yeah. and stuff like that. So I have to look at that and see if I can find those. But we are going it's back like in time. Genitals comics or something. There was none of that. <laughs> nope, can't there do was, that. I did find out this week um, that there was such a thing as uh, penthouse comics in the nineties. Really? You know was there yeah. really? No, I had no idea. Apparently, they tried to catch in on the whole speculator boom with. Uh, speculator boom yeah of the 90s what are you talking about speculator okay what does that mean okay so let me let's talk just comics in general sure this is from from my understanding so if anybody listens like you're off about this that's fine yeah i'm not uh, an a expert on this but from my understanding this is how it works so comic books got popular again in the late 80s and 90s. Yeah, there was a while there when it when they were kind of And it dropped of, off. Yeah. Remember when it got big again? And it's kind of like sports cards and yeah. everything. It all goes through those cycles. And then uh, you had things like the death of Superman. Yeah. And everybody wanted a copy of that. And then, like, Marvel started re-releasing titles starting from number one. So, like, X-Men started at number one. Right. There were a lot of books that they started off at number ones. And then they had variant covers. And they sure. had holographic covers. Yeah, and I had, remember all that. They came in bags. Yeah, there were, there were so many. Sure. And yeah. it was all of this, that speculation that these things are going to eventually be worth money. I see. There we go. There's the speculator market. Right. I got and you. so people bought it all up. Okay. And then realized... I just was not... A, I was not... Um, I, I didn't recognize that phrase. Oh, I'm sorry. In association with comics. That's all yeah. I was asking, yeah. yeah. So there we go. I thought we you were then? mispronouncing speculum. No. Oh, what what okay. is that? That's for another so, show. All right. Is that also behind our Patreon wall? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to have to Google that when I'm done. Yeah, you do, do it away from this building. Oh, great. So <laughs> we're going to go back in time a bit to the 1950s and Dell four color comics printed a lot of different four license. color comics. Yeah. They call, uh, cause it's, you know, yeah. Four, four color, color process. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Sure. Um, but they had it's a bunch of different license. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that's just how maybe they're before this comics were all black and white. No, oh, I think okay. there's code before that. 
I think it's just how they differentiate between maybe Dell's later comics. Okay. Oh. Yeah, it's whatever. Sure. Uh, but they had a lot of licensed comics and stuff, so they printed yeah. a lot of like Walt Disney comics and uh, a lot of different cool. characters like that and stuff. Sure. But so it's kind of every, like color TV antenna yeah, or something. Sure. Every winter, uh, they would have a Frosty the Snowman comic that would come out yeah. in November. Yeah, I love so when like, Frosty fights crime. I found two randomly that we'll cover here, and they're all both filled with four stories each. Kind okay. Of. It's like an anthology of different frosty stories in one. I'm not going to cover all eight of these. I'm going to cover the best ones out of them and just briefly just kind of yeah, be like. Yeah, that sounds that, great. You know. Sure, let's do it. So the first one we'll start with is Frosty the Snowman from November 1st of 1951. Right, nice. Great little cover here. It is a really good cover. I mean, it's actually kind of it's fun. Yeah. yeah. No, like I, Frosty's got a big old butt. Oh, he does. Frosty's got a dunk. Frosty packing. So, uh, the first story is one of the ones we will cover because it's just kind of weird. Wait, it's called Four Color Comics, and then the first page is in black and white. Yeah, the inside cover was in black and white. I know. Bastards. I know. So, our first story is essentially Frosty comes out of... Wait, what? The Frosty. Ice House. Oh. If, Frosty so. comes out. Yeah, so all the kids, it's like the first snow of winter. Okay. So they all run out, and they go see Mr. Uh, Whitlessy to see, hey, it's below freezing. Mr. Whitlessy? That's his name, Whitlessy. Whitlessy. Okay, sure. Seems like you could go with a simpler name, right, if you're writing this comic. I guess, Mr. Yeah. Smith. But then, lo and behold, hey, yeah, it is the freeze. Let's go see if Frosty can come out now. Knock, knock on the ice house. Yeah, hey, everybody, there's Frosty. So, so I guess he's just hanging out in the ice house until it's, you know, freezing outside. So Frosty is an ambulatory, um, living, breathing snowman. Yes. So think of. Lives in an ice house that the kids know about. <laughs> yes. Okay. Exactly. So it's never, obviously his origin is never given, but I would assume if you know the Christmas Carol, <laughs> yeah, but in the Christmas Carol, you he, know the doesn't origin. he melt in the Christmas Carol. Well, no, he doesn't. He goes, "I'll say goodbye, that I'll be back again someday." And like, he goes, "Glub glub glub," and dies. No, right? No. Okay. He comes back. Santa brings him back to life. Remember, Happy Birthday. That's a whole different thing, though. That's the animated That's one. That's the but bastardization still, of the Frosty story. It is not. It is my childhood. <laughs> and it is, oh, Jimmy Durante singing Frosty That's the true. Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. You didn't yeah. know you were going to get that on this That's episode, right. That's good stuff you? right there, man. Oh, man. That was pretty damn close, too. Mm -hmm. So the kids are so excited for Frosty to be able to come back out and play and all right, so they, they go, and they knock on his ice house, and they let him out. Yeah, and Out so comes the doomed... Out comes Frosty. Living, breathing snow He's person. He's so happy, and you know what's funny is they always say with a corncob pipe and a button nose, but yeah. I never realize or think about it being a button nose until it's up close. It looks weird, right? And it, it looks, looks like weird. a pig's nose. Kind of, in a way, yeah. except with four holes. It ought to be a carrot. Um, that's what I think, but he doesn't have a carrot nose. That's so depression. Frosty and the kids have a <laughs> snowball fight, and then Frosty's like, "Hey, let's go get ice cream." Because I didn't know if you know this, snowmen love ice cream. Snowmen do love ice cream, and I love when they throw these uh, uh, snowballs. How it leaves snow holes in him. 
It's just like, boom, 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 and they go right into him. <laughs> and then it just becomes part of That's him. What he's like he, just he just gets bigger. So, yeah. So he's, they like go, the, he's like the marshmallow man. So okay. they go to the ice cream shop, and he orders. Wait. Does he say what flavor? Yeah, I'm going to go to it. Well, I'm, I was trying to try to guess. Okay, guess. What flavor does Frosty like? Um, peppermint? Okay. I thought it was something Christmassy, maybe. Nope. You know? No? So. Rocky hot, Road? Hot chocolate for everybody. <laughs> That's going to melt this poor bastard. But I'll have a big <laughs> dish of real cold vanilla ice cream. Oh, well, that makes sense. And he yeah. says, yep, gang, ask any snowman and he'll say vanilla ice cream's his favorite dish. <laughs> okay. What about snow ladies? They don't have a what word. are they like? <laughs> they live in a very... Um, <laughs> I can't make fun of it if I can't think of the word. Well, they're like non-sexual, right? Snowmen are asexual? No, because are, right? no. Well, because it's men and women, right? Yeah, but Frosty has like a girlfriend in like one of the cartoons, I think. Does he? Or there's a female. There are female snowmen, I remember. Does she have like. Or no, there's a claymation one. Yeah, he has a wife and kids. His kids? And like Christmas. There's a Christmas in July with like him and Rudolph. That's like Rankin Bass, I think. And he has, he has like snow kids? I think. Hold on. <laughs> These just keep taking turns. I'm, and Rankin Bass is the uh, is the the maker. The claymation. It, right? yeah. yeah. Oh man, this is a great podcast. Uh, I think in <laughs> Christmas in July, and if I remember this, uh, I can't believe I do because uh, ABC Family. Do you remember ABC Family? I do that? remember ABC Family. It, it now is called uh, Freeform. Yes. Yeah. Um, they used to have like 25 days of Christmas. Um, and they would also do Christmas in July and replay some of it. But yeah, see, there's Frosty and his wife. I'm pretty sure they have. She got snow hair. Yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure they have kids. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, she does have snow hair, but that's snow also a children. veil. Yeah. Um, I, maybe they don't have kids, but yeah. So see, there you go. Okay, great. That's fantastic. I guess they're boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Found it. There he is Frosty with the snow got, kids. Oh, look at those little snow childrens, huh? So okay, yeah. Why is Rudolph still so small? Uh, because like I'm thinking, you know, that's the thing. Because Frosty snow Rudolph, kids grew to be. That's like, what I'm saying. So why didn't is that R- Rudolph Junior? I don't. I don't think so. I think it's actually Rudolph. Okay. It's been a while since I watched that great content that came out in 1979. All right. So, uh, so there you go. Frosty so loves we found vanilla. out. Yeah. Uh, but snowmen can also have kids. Yeah. So he's getting ready. Oh, he has other things he wants to go check out, like in the forest and stuff. Or he's going to, oh, that's what he wants to do. He wants to hang out and rest a bit before he kind of overheats. And yeah, that's a bad thing for a snowman. Yeah. You don't want him to overheat. And, and oh, I got a little head up by myself. Oh, you, that's what he thinks. He but, he says by after the ice cream. Sorry. But it's cool for them to drink hot chocolate. That's true. Sure. But he tells the kids bye. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go off and do some other stuff. I'll play with you guys again later. Like you know, snowmen have their other like Frosty doesn't just play with kids all day. Yeah. He's got to go like check out with some of the furry woodland creatures. As sure. We'll yeah. He's gonna go see what the squirrels are doing. Exactly. But yeah. before he goes, the kids ask, "Hey, will you judge our snowman contest?" And so he's like, sure. And to make it extra special, I'll put my magic hat on each of your snowmen so they'll come to life so these, and we'll judge them on their talents. 
they so these kids are playing God. <laughs> yeah, if you word it like that, I right? guess so. They're building creations and Fosse, and Frosty's bringing them to life. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but so like he puts the hat on Mary's snowman's head and it does like a handstand. Then he or a somersault. Then he puts the hat on Willie's snowman's head and it juggles. Willie's. Then he put it on Georgie's. It yeah. It juggles snowballs? Right, no, no, it dances. I'm sorry, it oh, dances. Okay. Then it puts on, uh, we put the head on Georgie's snowman's Georgie, head. Georgie, Willie. And it's kind of sure. weird. To fo- follow me here, this is kind of weird. Uh, that snowman's talent is singing, and he sings Frosty the Snowman. Is it not weird that the thing you brought to life sings songs of praise to you? Well, this is getting very biblical. Like, right? it's, yeah, it's... Uh, I created you now. Praise me, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Frosty is Frosty's like uh, the snow god. Oh, Billy's is the one that juggles. I knew somebody juggled. Are they juggling snowballs? Yeah, they are. That's weird too, right? See? That'd be yeah. like you and I just taking chunks out of ourselves and juggling. <laughs> juggling, it. It. Yeah. yeah. Then so we go through everybody, and he Meat goes, "All juggling. right, now that I've got everybody judged, the winner is." And then all of a sudden, they're like, "No, you haven't judged everybody. Come judge mine." And so he walks it's over like there. This misshapen lump yeah. of snow. And so he walks over there and he goes, my, my, I'm sorry, my boy. I'm afraid I didn't notice. I'm sorry, my and boy. And he goes to put his hat on this obviously evil looking snowman who has corn cobs like sticking out of his ears and a beard, an evil beard. And with the hat on, the evil, obviously evil snowman begins to beard. laugh. Sure. Yeah. Begins to laugh. And says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, sucker. I'm going to steal your He says, sucker? He does. He goes, I'm going to steal your hat. All right, I'm going to run off with your hat. That's what. Come on, butch. And he grabs the kid who made him in the evil snowman. Hang on. Takes off running with butch. So he he has to put the hat on him to bring him to life. Yeah. And then the dude says, guess what, sucker? I'm taking your hat. But is Frosty still alive? Yes. Why? But... The other snowmen aren't. You know the ones that he puts the hat on? None of this shit tracks. Here's, I don't understand here's any the of this. Thing, here's the thing, too. Here's how I've worked it out to make it logistically work. You ready for me? And to, uh, ready for, and to me, ready. this is a little disturbing. So for this contest, Frosty is giving the snowmen life, and they are then choosing, after they do their talent, mm-hmm. In front of a Frosty who cannot move or do anything, they have to choose to give life back to Frosty. Oh, my God. Right? And then Frosty just moves on to the next, Mm. knowing they might not get life again. Wow. Right? That's the only way it works because... Well, God gives us free will. You think that. (laughs) So does Frosty. And then, so the kids go, Frosty, run after him and get your hat. I'm a snowman. I can't run. And he tells them, uh, I can't. You see, without my magic hat, I can't move a single step. But he can still talk and he think. He can still talk and think and move. So I don't know why he's different than the rest of the snowmen. Also, remember that because they never followed that through any of these other stories. Super big hole. He moves plenty of times without his hat. Okay. So BS on that. They just did it for this story. Well, maybe Frosty leaves the hat on so much that there's residual magic. Maybe. Maybe it leaks magic all through his, so it's just his, all through his head. His snowy, snowy body. 
So Butch and the Evil Snowman run off. Butch and the Evil Snowman. Well, that's the little evil kid's name. I get it, yeah, sure. Run off, and the kids have to go chase them down. Well, obviously, the Evil Snowman wants ice cream. The Evil Snowman looks like a juggalo. <laughs> he kind of does. <laughs> I didn't see that until you just went yeah, up. He, he looks like does. a juggalo. Uh, but so he wants ice cream, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you want to know how we know he's evil too? Guess Chocolate. what? Chocolate. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. And now he goes in and he's like, Two plates of double scoop chocolate ice cream. Oh, shit. Double scoop. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, and he just keeps ordering more and more. And then when he's done, like the other kid, Butch, gets a stomach ache. And he's like, I'm good. I don't want oh, anymore. I'm good. So he gets ready to leave. And the worker, the uh, ice cream, what would you call the guy behind the ice counter? Ice parlor entre- entrepreneur. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Says, hey, wait a minute. You had 20 dishes of ice cream and you haven't paid 20? for it. And the snowman says, oh, yeah, here. And he punches them in the face. <laughs> and then they just run away from the ice cream and soda shop. Why didn't they make this TV show? I don't know. This is a good one. So then Butch starts getting cold, hanging out next to a snowman all the time. Uh-huh. And the evil snowman says, what, are you getting cold feet? And he goes, yeah, I'm cold, I'm cold all over. Besides, I don't feel so good. I think I'm going home. So Butch tells him, yeah, whatever, you little sissy, go home. Like, the snowman is evil. Yeah. Calls him a sissy. He does. So the Mm. snowman takes off. He laughs at him after he makes fun of him. And then he realizes that the other kids are on his trail. So he takes off running, and he hides up on a roof. As the kids round the corner looking for him, he pushes all the snow off the top of the roof down on top of the kids. The evil snowman is attempting to murder he kids. He creates an avalanche on yeah. the children. Yeah. Sure. See, look at that. He just yeah. pushes it all off onto Screw the kids. Screw you, kids. And then they pop up and they laugh because they're kids. Like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. And he's like, curses. And he runs into a dead end. And he just finds the first open door and heads in. <laughs> and he doesn't read the sign. And it just says, furnace room, no trespassing. Oh. So by the time the kids get there, they go down. And he's already just a melted puddle mess. And the hat's there. What, what keeps this from happening again, though? You just don't build evil like, snowman. Well, that's what I'm saying. How do you know you're building an evil one? I don't. I mean, you don't build it with a beard. <laughs> and you don't give it chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. So they get the hat back. They take it back to Frosty. Frosty then goes to visit Butch, who's at home because he wasn't feeling good because that tummy ache. Yeah. Well, he had 10, 10 plates of ice cream and butch apologizes to frosty and frosty's like dude don't worry butch it's okay we all make mistakes just glad you know that's all good i really hope he called him dude and i don't know dude don't worry about it and that's the end of that story uh so he just gets his hat back from the dead snowman yeah but the beard's still floating in the water that's it okay That's one of my favorite ones. I'm happy. We have one more that I I love just as much as that one that we'll get to here in a bit. Uh, There's one with a a snow bunny. A snow bunny. Right. Or called the snow bunny. When I picture a snow bunny in my head, it does not look like that rabbit. But okay. No. Yeah. But it's just a lot of... I've seen too many ski-based 80s movies, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> this one's just a bunch of like uh, Frosty doing things and the bunny being like, oh, I can do that too. And Frosty being like, hey, don't do things you don't know how to. Like, you don't always have to try to one up people. Yeah, it's sure, essentially sure. his story here. So it's a whole bunch of different just problems and things they run into there. 
until eventually uh, Frosty no just fox? has to rescue him from a frock. A frocks. A, a frocks. Frosty has to rescue him from a fox. Sure. It's the end of that story. Okay. It's not that great. Oh, that's great. Oh. Thanks, Frosty. Yeah, this one was a little Ooh. humorous. This one's called Frosty and Santa's Toys. Frosty the Snowman and Santa's Toys. So Frosty decides upon himself, like, hey, uh, you know what? I think I need to go. I want to go visit Santa. I need to go ahead and just head to the North Pole. That's where he's at. Sure. So Frosty hops on a trolley. and uh, A trolley. Yeah, and tells the guy, hey, I want to go to the North Pole. Trolley driver's like, I go to the edge of town. That's it. Frosty's like, all right, that's good enough. I'll just find somewhere from there. Take me to the dock. Yeah, <laughs> he's sitting on the trolley. Everybody else on the trolley is apparently freezing their tukuses off. Tukuses. And so they all like huddle together and they whisper and all of a sudden they stand up and all walk over to Frosty and they're like, would you please leave? We're cold. Absolutely freezing. And he's like, sorry, guys, I didn't realize. And the trolley guy says, you can just go stand outside. These like people on the are back snowists. Part. They are. He's like, you can just go stand outside on the back part of the trolley out there. <laughs> Honestly, look. Wait. He goes, right on the back. Pla- what, what year is this? Uh, 1951. And he says, okay. right on the black. Uh, no, the- <laughs> <laughs> There's a slip. Right on the back <laughs> platform chum. Well, I'm just saying, uh, what, what year did what year did that take place? That was like 53, 54. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, Wait, well I don't. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, that's when like I don't know if uh, Rosa Parks happened before that. I assume that's what you're referencing. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm talking Rosa Parks. Uh, I figured. <laughs> uh, let's see. It was. Uh, Here's the thing. It, this wouldn't shock 1955. me. 1955. Okay, so this wouldn't shock me if this was like seen like veiled well, like that. I think it was already in the zeitgeist, right? People were already talking about these kind of things, but. but in a way, it's like, oh, he's not a white person, so of course he's going to go sit on the back of the trolley. Like, that's what they're kind of, they're okay. being racist in kids' comics. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around it. And they are. I'm not even going to talk about no. the last story in here. Well, yeah. And you'll just see, wait, is it that this is last so one? weird. It is this last one, because you'll see exactly what I'm talking about, Mike. It is. Okay. All right. So but, they, they make but we're Frosty. focusing on the nice. Remember, this is nice, so sure. we're not we're not. So they make Frosty the guy who's different from everybody sit on the back of the trolley because yes. everybody's uncomfortable. Because if there's one thing that I know about Christmas, it's about <laughs> not about tolerance at all. It's that's about right. No, Christmas is about a place for everybody. That's right. About uh, how do we get our white oh, Santa in our house? Oh yeah. man. Uh, so he hops <laughs> off when he gets to the edge of town, and he walks from the city limits, and he finds an airport. Poor Frosty. And then while he's there at the airport. He's just so happy on this trolley. Look at him. He's comfortable. He's comfortable. Everybody's like, we don't like him. Get away. He hops off. Gross. And we see a plane take off. And all of a sudden, they're up in the air. And they go, we're losing losing power. And you see the wings have frosted over. And they're like, what's up? And they look back. And they see Frosty just sitting on the plane there with them. Somebody just uh, and okay, they so have they have Frosty just got on a plane and nobody just got noticed. on a plane and nobody noticed yeah. and they had to emergency land. Says sorry, sir, but you ice up the controls and and Frosty's just like yeah, guys, sure, understand. And he just hops off the plane and just takes off walking. <laughs> then he comes across a train. This is like planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, so Frosty getting to uh, Santa. This can't be like the first time it's happened to him. No, I'm sure, you know? but I don't know. Uh, then he sees a train 
and he finds a empty cart to hop into and they go through a tunnel and obviously what powers a train mike coal and so what does that create like a smog like smoke smog steam so yeah. they go through a tunnel and he comes out covered in soot then um come on so then he goes well never mind and he has to go take a bath <laughs> Frosty gets all covered in soot and has to take a bath. And he sings while he takes a bath. And then he continues his trip to go see Santa. Oh, come on. Uh, And he's like, well, I've uh, already flown. I've (laughs) ridden. I've walked. This ice ahead looks like I can slide. But then he kind of runs out of area. And uh, don't worry, though. He's he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he hears another voice talk to him that says, my friend, what seems to be your trouble it's a oh. swordfish. Oh, yeah, That's sure. Right. How many swordfish live up near the North Pole? Oh, a, a lot, lot of them. Right? Yeah, a lot of them. They love that cold water. And uh, Frosty That's says... That's why they catch them all in Florida. Frosty tells them, well, Mr. Swordfish, I had intended to go to the North Pole. <laughs> well, Mr. Swordfish. Yeah, I, I just assume that Frosty sounds like the narwhal from Elf. Sure. Um, but he's like... Uh, Is that a pointy nose you got, or are you just happy old, to see and me? And give old Santa a hand, but... In the, uh, Wait, what? Give old Santa the hand butt. Give old Santa a hand. Oh. But, okay. and the swordfish cuts him off <laughs> and goes, here, let me help. And he basically give cuts him out, hand butt. cuts him out like a boat shape, like just triangle. With his, with his nose? With his nose, slab of ice. Wait, is this a swordfish? And they get a bed the- sheet from somewhere. <laughs> it is never explained how they get a bed sheet. I love how we're we're picking this damn comic apart. That's about a freaking snowman. This is the best. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm just having fun with it. Sure. But still, no big explanation. No, where you get a bed sheet, sheet in the middle of the water with a and with Frosty a swordfish. uses his. That swordfish is goofy looking. He too. is. Uh, he kind of looks like an anteater in a way. He does. But yeah. Here's the thing too. They also got an extra pole. They got an extra pole because Frost uses his broomstick broom. as yep. one part, as the mast. And there's, yeah, and there's an extra pole to go uh-huh. across his broomstick, and then uh-huh. there's a sheet for the sail. And then Crosty, uh, Crosty, Crosty gets on. He gets on the cross, and then he. Oh whoa! <laughs> oh sorry, is that too much? For our show, I feel. yeah, that's too much. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. That's the one that did it. Melts on the cross. So So he's on this makeshift uh, sailboat that this talking swordfish has made him out of a sheet and a pole that didn't exist before. Yeah. All right. So on his way to see Santa. He's now sailing to see Santa and he comes across other icebergs with toys on them. Oh. And these toys are like, well, can I catch a ride with you? And Frosty's like, yeah. And he comes across more toys on more icebergs. And this they all almost just like misfit toys. Kind, kind of, of it thing, is. Right? And he's yeah. and he's like Why saving all these toys. And all of them then go like, hey, where are you headed after all? And he's like, oh, I'm going to the North Pole to help Santa. And they all get scared. And they're like, oh, we no. just left the North Pole. We don't want to go back. Oh, my God. Well, apparently they have heard reports. I have to find the... Show me on the iceberg where Santa touched you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, don't, don't, don't do Santa like oh, that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I mean, not yeah. this Santa. Yeah, that's least. never Other happened. Santas. There's never been a person who dresses up like Santa that well, did bad stuff. You're right. Sure. Uh, 
So uh, I think I gave everybody enough time to Google to see all the people who have dressed up like Santa. <laughs> the, the, the thing. Uh, all right, but, so they're scared. So, they just yeah, left they the North go They don't want to go back. And, and, San- and uh, Frosty's like, why don't you want to go back? And they're like, see, it's not that we don't like Santa. It's just that the kids that get us for Christmas, they're going to tear us apart. Oh. Like, they're going to leave us rough. They're going to leave us out at night. Like, they're not going to take care of us, and we're afraid of that. And we thought that if this year we didn't show up, that that would kind of teach them a lesson. If they didn't get toys, that, hey, yeah, they need to sure, be nicer. sure. And Frosty's like, I'm afraid that you've got it all wrong. Guys, here, let me tell you about it. And then we cut to Santa, and Santa's all worried, trying to figure out where the toys are. All he knows is that they've left a note that say they've somehow heard bad reports on how they might be treated, and they <laughs> run away. <laughs> okay. What kind of radio is Santa listening to while he's building these toys where they hear, and in today's news, in children today's might news. be little turds and extremely rough <laughs> to their toys. And it, so from what we're to believe, the elves make the toys, yes, right? But they're all living, breathing things now, and all of them, yes, got away from the North Pole and floated on icebergs. Yes, Frosty's got like six of them. Yes, where's the rest of them? Um, uh, I don't know. There's a lot more. See, like when he shows up. Oh there's... yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Okay. He's got a bunch of yeah, them. Yeah, that's enough for the whole planet. But they all show back up. And um, the elves get involved? No. Frosty just talks him back into coming. Like, Frosty's like, hey, Santa, it's me, Frosty. And Santa's like, yeah, I've heard you, Frosty. (laughs) I've heard of you, you white bastard. Yes, sir. I've heard of Frosty. (laughs) I've heard of you, Frosty. That's what he said. Sure. Um, And he goes, yeah, Santa, Frosty had a little talk with us. He told us a few things about the children we're going to be given to. He also has a handgun. (laughs) And Frosty says... Santa, I merely pointed out that for every child who treats them badly, why there are a hundred who will love and care for them. Right. But by the way, Santa, I really came up to help you. He was like, yeah, I talked these toys into coming, but I was really there to help you out. Santa thanks him, and that's the end of that story. This is literally just, wait, that's the end? Of that story, So he just made it to see Santa. Yeah. All right. Well, our last one that we're not going to talk about, Mike, yeah. I'll just... What's the name of it? It just says Frosty. Okay. They didn't even title it. Okay. Um, the story is set up where Frosty goes to see Santa, and Santa sends him on a like special reconnaissance miss- mission just because they can't tell if... Frosty's his wet work guy. <laughs> Santa can't tell. This kid's like right on the line if he's a good kid or a bad kid. Yeah, okay. So he sends, like, Frosty to go see him. Yeah, go freeze his ass. See what happens. They're in the North Pole, right? Sure. So um, it's the 1950s. Uh-huh. Um, you would think that probably most American writers would think that there would be Is this some es- form of native people that Eskimo live there. Thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, And it is. And the way he talks so bad. Really? The way they do. But, yeah. So, essentially, moral of the story is this kid is just already happy with the way life is. Uh-huh. And uh, he tells Frosty that he doesn't want any toys. Like, Santa he, can just give those toys to somebody else. He's he loves, already. He loves living in it. Yeah, he's already happy. Like, he's sure. he loves his mom. He loves his dad. He's happy with okay. life. 
And uh, he doesn't want toys. Like, give it to somebody else who could use it. And Frosty's like, oh, all right, this kid's... This kid's very balanced. Yeah, yeah he knows a thing or two him. about life. Yeah. So it's a good him. story there, but they just... It's are. the way that he talks, huh? Yeah, and okay. the way he's drawn, obviously, too. But I, I just like the fact that the dog says woof. The dog does say woof. Yeah. But uh, it ends with later and a happy boy is a good boy and deserves toys on christmas day a eh, santa that's what my wife santa says, to me says all the time. right a happy boy is a good boy uh where can i say oh before she hits me he goes, the oh that's the thing the the kid's name is uki <laughs> uki o-o-k-i-e uki okay Right. And Frosty says, well, Uki may just, oh, may be just a little mischievous, and that's against him. But he's generous, and he's happy. And that's the main thing. He's happy. Good little happy Uki. All right, cool. So that's that. Happy Uki to you. Our other Frosty <laughs> is Dell Comics number 748. Uh-huh. And that doesn't mean that there's been 748 issues of Frosty. Uh, Dell Comics numbering the way it worked is so they would have multiple releases per month, but they just numbered every comic that same numbering. So like the Walt Disney comic for that month might be seven forty seven. Oh, gotcha. And then the Western comic for that month might be seven forty nine. So I just it's want not to like point out this quick little comic on the back of the. Oh, Frosty and it's like a, par- a departure to Frosty for that season. So uh, bird singing, Frosty's wandering around. He sees that the snow is starting to melt, and he sees the sun. He starts sweating a little bit. He runs real quick over to where his house is. His house is a refrigerator. He slams himself in the refrigerator with a note that says, be back next winter. I have always wondered why kids get in refrigerators. Now I know. It's Frosty's fault. Because of Frosty. Yeah. All those dead kids in refrigerators, Frosty's fault. Frosty's fault. fault. Yep. That's where, hey, 1951, how young? Oh, no, never mind. Indiana Jones would have been... It would have been pre-frosty, I think. Yes. Of him in a yes, refrigerator. Yes, 40-something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, never mind. So it's still Indiana Jones. Well, but nobody knew about it. Somebody, obviously, who worked on Frosty Comics. Right. No, they just said. If be, we're in a world where you know, we it'd be connect. funny. If we're in a world where Frosty and Indiana Jones are in the same world. Which I, I think assume, we are. I, assume, I think we should do that, Mike. We should start just Mash-ups? having. No, we should have like a bros, foes, just like universe where what happens in it, like it's kind of like ours, but other things happen in it. So like in our bros, foes universe, Indiana Jones and Frosty the Snowman exist in the same universe. Okay. There you go. Let's do that. There you go. How many Uh, kids died in old refrigerators? (laughs) This is from March 11th, 2022. Um... Let's see. What about new refrigerators? <laughs> How about new kids? Um, oh, some people don't get our humor. Well, put their kid in the refrigerator. Uh, it says, uh, yeah, because it's unlawful in many local jurisdictions to discard old refrigerators without first removing the door. Uh, there's there's an episode. You never watch much South Park, do you? Not really. There's an episode where Cartman convinces Butters like there's a big nuclear bomb coming. Yeah. And he <laughs> locks him in a refrigerator. And it's just because I can't remember. It's either Stan or Kyle's birthday. I want to say it's Kyle's birthday. Uh, do you remember whose it is? I know they're going to Casa Bonita. Yeah, it's Ki- it was right. Kyle's birthday. Okay, it oh, is Kyle's birthday. Yeah. 
So Mason's able to help me remember this. I think it's like season. It's it's earlier on. Season but, eight, I believe. See, okay. See, I had season. Hey, look at that. Hey, that's good. I had season four and season eight on DVD. That's okay. all I had. So right, I watched sure. those over and over again. One or the other. Until yeah. they were now on HBO Max and I can go back and watch whatever I want. Sure. So, but yeah. So uh, Cartman convinces. It's actually season 11. I'm an idiot. Uh-oh. Okay. Then I don't know how I remember that one then. Either no, way, I don't I've think... seen it. Love it. But Cartman puts it in there. Or puts that puts our talks butters into, hey, there's a giant bomb coming. Okay. And yeah, convinces him to stay inside a refrigerator just because Kyle is having a birthday party and taking him to a Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita is like a, I don't know, I, th- I guess it's an actual real place. I think it is. Okay. Up in the Colorado area where it's like it's a giant uh, Mexican food restaurant, but they have like, uh, I can't, he wants to take like a picture in like Pirate's Gold and there's, you know, divers that jump off like this giant waterfall into a pool. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so he talks butters and convinces them to stay in a refrigerator for a couple of days. So they think he's missing. So he can get invited to the birthday party. Does he die? No, butters gets out and oh. doesn't know. Uh, I think the, Oh, the refrigerator gets picked up by the garbage people and somehow he's out like in so he does believe that he's really like the last person left kind of thing it's a whole side story uh, uh between the years of 1956 and 1964 163 deaths were reported nationwide uh from old style refrigerators and between 73 and 84 it got better because there were only 96 kids died why is there so many in fridges like i don't think that that's a problem now is it because we built it to where kids can't fit into our refrigerators? I think, um, yeah, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe there, are there, are there. Was it a locking mechanism well, that's what on I'm the saying old it, ones? That's what I'm saying. Is it, well, like the old style, remember they got that big ass handle on it. Well, so my grandparents had, or there's a wooden, a wooden icebox that they had that had like the metal wires in there that yeah, obviously you would sure. put the giant sure. and it had like, you'd have to pull up yeah, and it's pull got, back. It's got so like if an you were in there, yeah. yeah, you, I yeah. get that. Well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the but by like the seventies, I thought, well, well I shit, it was like what eighties or nineties when they put the thing in the back of the trunk. So you could release yourself if you were trapped in a trunk. I Remember it that? Was later than that? It may have been later than that. Anyway, Frosty... It, it glowed in the dark, too. Frosty called all, caused all these kids to die, is all I'm all right, saying. So, Frosty, uh, Dell Comics number 748 to wrap up our Frosty stories <laughs> sure. here, which was five years later, 1956. Okay. Uh, oh, this is the year when the kids started really dying. Yeah. Uh, there's no icebox in this one, though, so oh. they were doing their part. Okay. We get a story in this <laughs> year's issues about how... All the animals are scared about this bear that's new in the forest. Oh. And Frosty talks to the bear, and the bear's like, I'm really just a nice bear, but nobody lets me talk to him and tell them I'm a nice bear. And they just see fun. him as a big bear. Exactly. Yeah, and they that's got to be a scared. problem. Frosty's like, I have an idea. Hey, I'm going to tell everybody that I'm going to have a party, and it's going to be a costume party. Everybody show up and dress like another animal. Uh-huh. So they get there for the costume party. And all the other animals are dressed up like other animals. This is a furry party. <laughs> it is. This and, is what this and is. the bear walks up dressed like Frosty. Okay. And they're like, oh, but he hey, still looks look, like it's a Frosty. Damn bear. He's not. But they think it's Frosty. What? They do. They're like, wow, what an outfit, Frosty. For a minute, you had us scared. These animals are stupid. Yeah. Well, they, well, okay. Because he looks like a bear. So they party all night, they have a bunch of fun. <laughs> 
And then it's like, all right, guys, it's time to remove our costumes. And so everybody takes off Uh-oh. their mask. Sexy time. And the bear takes off the scarf and hat. And they're like, but Frosty, aren't you going to remove yours? And Frosty steps out from behind a tree. And he's like, no, Ha-ha, not at you. all. Hey, guys, y'all have been hanging out with the bear all this time. And they're like, oh, wow, he's such a cool dude. He's a good bear. Boom. Oh, that's how Down you do with it. that one. Then there's Frosty the Snowman in Battle Royal, where Frosty... Wait, what? Battle like with Royal. the cage and everything? No. Oh. Uh, but Frosty goes see Santa. Santa sends him on some more work. You know, Santa likes to send him out to do jobs. Sure. Uh, Santa tells him, hey, there's this kid who doesn't even know about me. Like, he seems like he's a good kid, but I can't even tell if he doesn't even know about me. Doesn't believe in me. Can go we, see what's up there. Can we go back to the bear just for a second? Yeah, what's up? I, I just saw a video the other day of a bear that comes into a convenience store and steals a bunch of candy. Yeah. Right? I just want you to watch part of this video here. Okay. There's The, the door's open to the convenience store. In comes a bear. Uh, he's sniffing around. This dude that works at the convenience store just stands there and talks to the bear like he's going to convince him to leave. Are they? Well, where is this at? Um, I don't remember. It's, look at this guy. Yeah, but that, now the guy's talking about. Yeah, it was a bear. I, I tried to get him to go away, but that, he just I mean, that would it. explain a lot to me if if I knew where it was because I okay. feel like people in Alaska are kind of like used this to that more in Lake Tahoe, California. I mean that is kind of bear country, but I don't know if it'd be this like is a, this is common a, occurrence bear in a gas station territory. This is the beginning of a joke. Bear walks into a convenience store, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was just I was fascinated by the fact that this guy did not he wanted to talk the bear out of getting all his candy. <laughs> well, he was like, "Hey, if I see a bear come in here, y'all are all screwed because I'm leaving." <laughs> I'm not talking to this bear. You're not going to try to co- to convince him to buy candy? No, I'm not going to try to convince him to leave either. I'm done. I'm leaving. Well, it's good to know that you will leave me behind. I will bear, leave so. you behind for a bear, yes. Frosty goes to I would see. expect nothing but that from you as well. Well, I don't know. We'll see. When the time comes, I'll make that decision. Though. <laughs> Frosty. We, in the end, we all get eaten mm-hmm. by a bear. So Frosty okay. travels to this place called Far... Why does Frosty look so weird this time? That's a different His artist. head's all weird. Yeah, but he's going to... Where is this place at again? It's a... Oh, Farawania. Farawania. To go see this kid. Well, essentially, uh, he sneaks into the castle because this nobody's allowed in the castle. This kid doesn't really believe... Right? Yeah, doesn't believe, okay. doesn't know about it, or doesn't know about Santa Claus. This looks very much like an England-type town, right? Like a town yeah. in England or something. Well, sure. essentially, we find out that his the king isn't letting the prince, because the, it's the prince who doesn't oh, know, the prince doesn't really be a, a kid. So Frosty convinces him Got through it. a snowball fight that, hey... Yeah, you know, you should let your kid be a kid. That means, you know, haven't you told him about Santa? And he's like, no, I thought he was too childish for him. And he's like, well, yeah, that's part of the problem. Tell him about Santa. Yeah. All right, it's Christmas Eve. I'll tell him tonight. And Santa goes. A, he throws a snowball at the king and knocks his crown off. Yeah, and Santa says, all right, I'll go give him presents tonight. And that's the end of that one. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. Okay, I'd, great. I'd, I'd, I'd give it, yeah. make it bigger and grandiose, but there's. This is my other favorite one. Okay. I loved the uh, one with the evil snowman, and then this, this is one. Frosty the Snowman in the Christmas mystery. The Christmas mystery. Okay. So Frosty is walking along, and all of a sudden he hears like fi- a fight uh-huh. between a girl and her father. 
Okay. About things happening around the house, about somebody spilling the cookie jar, uh-huh. you know, and Her Frosty. Her piercing. <laughs> Frosty shows sure. up because he's like, that's Sally Smith. She's always a really good oh, kid. Sally like, Smith. I don't know why. Yeah, she's impeccable. What's up? And so he's like, excuse me for butting in, but what's the problem, guys? And Sally's like, Frosty, we have a ghost here in our house. Like, Frosty, get keep- the hell out. <laughs> this is between us. This is family business. Uh, so when well, the dad lets him stay there and kind of talks, well, well so they're sitting there and, and Sally's like, Oh, you know, we have a ghost. We have a ghost and things keep happening in the house and Frosty's listening to her. And while they're talking, all of a sudden there's a giant sneeze and Frosty goes, oh, tight. and Sally looks around and says, well, I didn't sneeze. It's probably that ghost again. And Frosty's like, uh, Oh, that's, that's weird. Okay. And then Sally shows him her new doll, a new baby boy doll that she has. She got it for Christmas. Frosty says, all right, I'll swing by tomorrow night, not tonight, tomorrow night, to check on this ghost problem. I'll try to help figure it out You just go ahead and stay here with that ghost tonight, Sally. I'll I'll check it out tomorrow. Frosty decides to outsmart the ghost then. He's like, you know what, I'll check on it. He makes a paper cut out of himself. I'll check on it tonight. Leaves it in the window. Mike, what do you think the ghost is right now? Um... What do I think the ghost is? Yeah. Here, I'm, I'm letting you see the whole panel. Baby doll. Check it out. I, I really don't know. Um, so It's coming Fro- from her baby doll carriage. Where yeah. I choose. So Frosty sneaks back in is the house. A, is it a like a cat or a dog? So Frosty sneaks back in the house okay. to see what's up. And when he's kind of Frosty just hiding, leave a puddle everywhere? Well, no, he says that uh, the heat's off. Okay. Luckily for me, the heat's turned off at night. Ho, ho. So he literally, he addresses the fact that he's not. He does. He's like, hi, you might have thought that. Leaving water heat's everywhere. turned off. Yeah, Frosty's too and he's smart like, and for And plus, me. you might hear a little slush, slush. But aside from that, <laughs> I'm quiet. He doesn't say slush, slush. He says, except for a squish or a squish. Yeah, except for a squish or a squish. A snowman like me can move about as quietly as this so-called ghost. Frosty's always so wet. That was. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. All right, so I'm so thinking this ghost is Frosty's like a dog or a cat, a, or behind a, the. All of a sudden, there's a cough from. Oh, it's a cough. The carriage, like <clears throat> like a cough. Snow baby. And Frosty says, "By Jingo." By Jingo. Jingo, it's the new doll alive. Oh, and the doll hops up and goes, Ah, the coast is clear. When I saw thought it, I immediately thought of those old Bugs Bunny commercials with that gangster that's Where the, the baby, baby is, a, is a man. And I was yeah. like, They're not gonna steal this for this, like <laughs> the you know. Oh, I hope no, so. it turns out we come to find out that the little person is a oh, come on, an elf actually, okay, from Santa's workshop. Thought you were gonna say the M word. No, okay. no, he's an elf from Santa's okay. workshop. And what happened is, is he was building the baby carriage on Christmas Eve, or right before time to leave on Christmas Eve. Figured he had time, crawled into he took the carriage, a nap in the damn carriage, crawled into the carriage he just finished, took a nap. When he woke up, <laughs> he was underneath the tree, and then he has to play there, dead every time was she like. I mean, does he have to play dead every time she picks him up? He decided to play it with no, like, mo- just play it straight. So, yeah. Like, she's put him in new clothes. Well, like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay, wait a minute. Does he? 
It doesn't okay. talk about it, I'm gonna but she does a, put them in new clothes. I'm going to ask a very delicate it question does not, here. It does not address it. It does not address it. No elf genitalia. Was, it does not address it. Okay. Maybe they're all smooth down there. Like a Ken doll? Like a Ken doll, yeah. I don't know. Little green smooth patches. Don't e- don't email us at brosfosenheroes <laughs> no, at gmail.com. Please, let's talk about this is, this is This is on our Patreon. Foot stuff and elf genitalia. So a special tab. He's like, and I haven't been able to figure out what to do. And Frosty's like, oh, well, her dad, <laughs> t- he tells us, don't you know how to make toys? And I was like, well, yeah. And Frosty says, her dad has a workshop. Just steal stuff from there and make a replica doll of yourself, and then you can leave. That You know, you'd be surprised how many times that is the solution to a problem. Exactly. Just make a replica of yourself and leave. And the elf's like, oh, all right, that's cool. So he goes down there. Frosty can't tell the difference between the two. They switch them out, and then the elf just leaves and runs Turns away. Turns out her dad's been killing kids Santa. for a while anyway. Oh, They're all wow. buried in the, yeah. Uh, the last one is about a straw man that. Wait, so he just makes a, a, a replacement a doll and then he runs away he to the North off. Pole. Yeah. Takes off. The last one's about a straw man, or a, it's called and the straw man, but it's a scarecrow who's yeah. not a good scarecrow because uh, he's really good at making corny jokes that the crows like. So it. they always gather around him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he gets fired as being a scarecrow. So he goes and he looks for work. He can't get work at a beauty shop. He can't get work at a local Scarecrow grocery. Scarecrow goes and looks for work. Because he's scaring people. So then Frosty's like, hey, you're such a great performer. Why don't you just perform for these people here? And so he and Frosty start doing a bit out in the street, and a crowd gathers. And then a Hollywood <laughs> agent shows up, and he's like, oh, it's great. I want to sign you guys. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding you. And I want to sign you guys. And both of them say, nope, we're good. Well, I mean, I'm a snowman. I'm a scarecrow. What are, what are we going to do with thousands of dollars? The guy is so shocked his glasses fly off of his he face. Does. And he's like, what do you mean? And they're like, plus, we can get a crowd anytime. And uh, that's it. Oh, there's also a small comic on the inside cover where Santa's about to fly away with all the toys, but they have more left over, and they don't know what to do. So uh, Frosty goes and steals the bathtub and puts skis on it for like an extra secondary sleigh on the back of Santa's sleigh. <laughs> Okay. The well, one thing I, I do love too is you can tell there's a difference in five years. Yeah. On the back here, there is a pledge Dell Comics to parents. A pledge. And it says the Dell trademark is and always has been a positive guarantee that the comic magazine bearing uh bearing it contains only clean and wholesome entertainment. No kids were the killed Dale in the refrigerator. Code, uh, the Dell Code eliminates entirely rather than regulates objectable material. That's why when your child buys a Dell comic, you can be sure it contains only good fun. And zero bad elf fun. genitalia. No bad That's fun. Right. <laughs> Dell comics are good comics, is our only credo and constant goal. Wow. There you oh, go. Nice. That's great. So well, that's, that's Frosty the Summer in the Dell comics. They had to put that code in after they got all racist the last time we well, saw Frosty. Well, they got Frosty. all racist. They killed some kids in a fridge. and uh, But, yeah. hey, you, you can be promised anytime you pick up a Dell comic, it's good fun. Congress said, i tell you what, put this pledge on the back of it. We'll forget about those kids. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, great. This so, was, there you go. Wow, these are fun. So, some old school fun, frosty, wintry Christmas fun for this week. Next week. Uh, I have another, I consider it to be a pretty funny uh, Batman 
related Christmas story similar to the Christmas Carol singing uh, from one of DC's Christmas specials. And then also we will dive into the Lobo uh, Christmas special That's cool. on next yeah, week's issue. Then I got to figure out what to do the last week of uh, the year because I don't want to do Christmas because Christmas will pass. Sure. So I got to figure out how to Thank close God. it out with a bang. I just did it for two weeks. I didn't mean the whole great. month it was about wonderful, it. Yeah. Really? Uh, the, no, no, no. The, I didn't oh mean God, it that way. Me I just meant. I just meant the holiday is a lot. Oh. It, personally, uh-huh. professionally, it is a lot. I feel like it was a diss. No, it wasn't a Towards diss. Towards me as a co-host. Hey, uh, to quote uh, the back of this Frosty comic, Roger, I'm off, honk, honk. There you go. There's yeah. not a better way to close out than that. <laughs> So, as always, want to uh, point out, you can find us on Instagram, hero or email us, brosfoesandheroes at gmail.com, Twitter, brosfoesandheroes. Uh, Mike, also, we can, uh, I'm completely blanking. Well, I think what you were going to say is there's a lot of other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. I say it after Um, every episode. You would think I'd be able to get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. The the honking of Frosty threw me off. off. But yes, a a lot of great podcasts in our family of podcasts over at roguemedianetwork.com. I will say that Frosty uh, is very, uh, he's a very confident. Well, he's a happy, jolly soul. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was good. That was a good pull. Thank you. I enjoyed that. Thank you. And see, if you listened all the way till the end, you got to hear that, Jim, too. That's probably the best joke of the whole podcast right there. Yeah, it was It was pretty you good. You had to you listen a through job. a lot to get to yeah. it. But, yeah, you had to listen you're to welcome for that crap, one guy or gal that's here right now. Yeah, that's right. Whoever's here, we our pledge to you is we only put out mediocre content. I mean, so. you get further in the podcast listening than my own wife does. <laughs> that's true. Uh, what is the phrase that pays this week? Um... Um, what did we say? Fraud? No, it was something about corn. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. How about Frosty? Eat your corn, kids. Frosty and the furries. Frosty and the furries. Oh, yeah. there's no better way and with to that, close out with that. We are, we are out of here, and uh, now Mason will play uh, Frosty the Snowman for Can we us. do that? Sure we can. We can Is do whatever that- the hell we want. <laughs> All right, uh, then... Here we go. Yeah. Boom. Bye. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought you were going to golly con it. Golly con. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about pros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.